so we're doing a rule entitled 12, uh, we're doing a rule. Oh, wow. We're doing a series on 12 rules for life. Um, yes. Once again, uh, this was something I wrote for my kids. So if you didn't see the past, let's go back and watch them and it'll kind of come in a series. We are on rule number five and these are rules for guideposts for Reese, Boston, and Ben. Yes. Uh, and actually rule number five deals with kids. Would you like to read? I love this rule. It might be... One of my favorites. Uh, Raise kids you like. Say yes when you can. Say no when it's dangerous. Don't provoke them to anger. Be there. Teach, love, and apologize. Yes. I love this one. One, because if you know me, if you've watched Coffee Time ever, you'll know one of the things I'm most passionate about is family and kids. Mm. And... um. I had incredible parents growing up. You had amazing parents. And so we, you know, have taken that foundation and we've built on that even. Um, But one of the things I love that we have been good at getting better at is the last thing in this line. When I read it, I was like, that that really has been such a strength in our family, something that I feel has really been um, very beneficial to our relationship with our kids, and that is apologizing. Oh, I would say so. And like the last four kind of lines of that is one, be there, mm-hmm. two, teach, three, love, four, apologize. Yeah. Uh, why is it, do you think, apologizing to our kids? Like, because I think that's probably a rare thing that kind of happens within the context of families of like parents coming to kids and being like, hey, I right. blew it there. I missed it. Um, why do you think that's beneficial? What do you think you've seen from that? I think, one, it teaches our kids how to be good at taking ownership. Yeah, responsibility. And, you know, if you miss it, it's not something you need to be fearful of. It's something you need to be intentional to correct and admit to. So I think that's very important. But I also love that our kids see us humble ourselves. I I so love that we're not right because we're parents. <laughs> we We miss it, too. And I think it's for who our kids become as parents. I think it's really important that they know how to do that in turn um, because you're close, but no matter how great you are at parenting, you're not perfect. And I think it's really um, respectable from our kids to see parents admit that, that um, we really are doing the best we can, but we'll still fall short. And I think it's important that kids learn that lesson of... Take ownership of it. Admit when it. you fall short, it's it's okay. It's not okay. One of the rules in our house is um, don't repeat the same bad patterns. Don't repeat the same bad mistakes. And so learn from it. It's not... Apologizing isn't... Yeah, we're uh, going to make mistakes. Let's learn from it. Yes. Don't keep doing them and say, oh, I can just say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. When you apologize, mean it and change behavior. But Yeah, I think that's a great point, though, of like kids seeing not only are we going to hold you accountable, but we're holding ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. Like we're not teaching you to live a life that we're not trying to right. live, which means you're not going to be perfect and neither am I. And when I am not, I'm going to tell you that because I want yeah. you to learn from me. I don't want you, I, I want you to learn from me. 
I, I just I, I don't want you to just hear from me. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to see, like yeah. I'm trying to do this too. And so sometimes I'm not going to miss uh, make it, and and out of that when I do miss it, I'm going to tell you I did, and I'm going to say I'm sorry. Like yes. I, I love that line that says the first to repent is the bravest, and the first to forgive is the strongest. Mm. And I think seeing a culture of repentance and forgiveness of like, I'll come to you and tell you I made a mistake and you'll forgive me. And my kids can come to me without fear and tell me they made a mistake. I made a bad grade. I forgot to do my chore. That you're not just caught not doing a chore. You're coming to me saying like, I didn't do it. And I'm repenting for for that. Um, That not only do you repent, but you see forgiveness, you see grace, you see mercy. And to teach that line of like repentance and forgiveness. Because if you're going to adult well... You are going to have to learn how to repent. And repentance is not like, I'm so sorry, please. I feel shame for what I did. Repentance is like, I'm changing directions. I see this way is not healthy for this family. It's not healthy for my life. So I will go this direction. Mm -hmm. And forgiveness is not acting like it didn't happen. Forgiveness is, I acknowledge it happens, but I release you from the debt you owe anyway. Mm -hmm. And if you can do those two things in life of constantly be repenting where it's like, I need to change this and this and this, and I take ownership of my life and constantly letting go of people and things that hurt you, you'll do well. And so one of the best ways to teach our children to do that is to model it in front of them, which means I will tell you when I'm wrong and take ownership of my life. Yeah, because it's kids don't learn just from our words. They learn greater from what they see modeled. We all know this. I mean, you we you reproduce so who much. you are, not yes. what you say. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Did you want to say that again? No. <laughs> you reproduce who you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have to keep that in mind Good as parents. And bad. Yeah, we're yeah. we're reproducing who we are. Yes. And um and if you if you grew up with bad parents, you can't use that as the excuse. Like you have to take ownership for your life too. And you know, we've talked about that in one of our other rules. Um, but you have to take ownership for your life, but man, what a strategic advantage it is to have great parents, That's the truth. uh, who lived and modeled a life in front of you that reproduced that in you where you're not having to constantly just course correct everything you learned in childhood. Yeah. Well, it, I was just about to say the unlearn yes. aspect, uh, that it's easier to have that foundation of good parenting, it's just more work to unlearn bad behaviors, but it's vital. Yes, and it can be done. It can be done. All of us unlearn things for the better of our life. And that parenting piece, I just see it's such um, a strategic advantage when we're raised in a home. And like you said, maybe... We, you weren't raised in a great home, or we weren't. But wh- how can we make that up in the kids that we do raise? Yes. And it's it's always turning it into something that can be beneficial. It's like, okay, I experienced this, but let me go this route in raising kids. And so it's really such a gift to raise kids. And one of the things we said early on is we want to raise kids people like to be around. Yeah, which goes to that line, raise kids, kids you, you like. Because like. <laughs> you're going to be around them a lot. <laughs> well, my, yeah. my thing is, is I would love for our children to become our best friends. 
that as we age and as they get older, that we have like incredibly strong friendships with Mm -hmm. our children, which means we like them. So I'm not just raising you to be successful. I'm raising raising you to be a person that I respect, I want to be around, I want to laugh with, I want to vacation with. I, I want to raise people that way because mm-hmm. I know even if they're not with me, uh, that their kids will like them and their other mm-hmm. friends or their coworkers will like them. So I want to raise not just disciplined kids, but I want to raise kids that like know how to have fun yeah. and know how to do dare and double dare and, and know how to like get along with all different types of people and personalities. Yeah. I want to raise kids that I like. The next part of that is say yes when you can and know when it's dangerous. What does that mean so to you? important. The other night, one of our kids asked to go to a basketball game. Everything in us wanted to say <laughs> no. We, we want to be home. Please. <laughs> but I, I waited long enough for him to speak up and say, I'll take you. I'll I was take like, you. yes. So I kind of won that one. Um, but no, it's. That was well, an easy yes, yes to give. Because I want to say no to TikTok. I don't want my kid on it. Uh, and it's okay if you want your kid on yeah. it. But like for me, um, I will say no to some things that I see are dangerous mm-hmm. and have the potential to be dangerous Right. Or like Snapchat, I don't want you sending something that I can't see when you send it or someone yeah. sending something to you that I can't see when you send it. Like right. there will come a day where you're mature enough to probably handle that, but it's not 13. So, well, and, we, and so I, yeah. I will say no to those things, but you know, like I'm not saying no because I want to be a jerk yes. or I'm not saying no because I, I, because it's I'm inconvenient for me. Or, it's like, yeah. cause you have seen me say yes, literally. Literally, whenever possible. Yes. Can we get in yeah. this lake and swim across it? Sure. Uh, can can we have no. a friend spend the night over here? Who's the friend? Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, constantly. And it interrupts your life. <laughs> so no, no, no end. No end of, of like interruption. Right. But it's a beautiful thing because yeah. when they say, when we say no, there's not an argument because they know if we could, we would say yes. Yes. And I think that's so important for buy-in, that kids see that home is not a prison, that this is not some type of thing where it's just no, 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 no all the time. Like, no, we literally will say yes whenever we can and no only when it's dangerous. Yeah. Well, it's it's the theory of um, can I I go to lunch with so-and-so? No. Why? Because I said so. (laughs) Does that, it makes you like nauseous, you know? And we can remember that. My mom used to do this. I I remember on Sundays, my friend Althea would say, Pep, you want to come have uh, lunch with my family? And I'm like, you know, I I guess I like have expectations of my mom changing her response anytime, you know. But uh, my mom would be like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> why? And she's like, we got to go home and do finances. Oh. I'm like, I'm 13. Can I please hang out with my friend? But yes, no. no. I still, no. So now I'm when she's do like, that to you now. No. <laughs> I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom the other day was like, can I come over? I was like, no. <laughs> it's an inside joke And then she came now. over anyway. Yeah. 
she doesn't pay attention. She's a bad child. <laughs> uh, so, but I think this is so key for trust and for kids I to kind of see. Totally like, agree. Because um, there are a lot of things that need to be said no to. Mm-hmm. Um, that a lot of things get said yes when it should be said no, and then we wonder like, how did this happen? And it's like. Yeah. So I I know I'm going to have to say no, but I want to save it. I want to save it uh, for only when it's necessary. Um, Don't provoke them to anger. What does that look like to you real quick? Not provoking a child to anger. I think part of that is saying no all the time. Right. Absolutely. Provoke them to anger. And I think how you talk to them. That's true. Uh, I've, I'm guilty of provoking our son to anger by the way I treated him when his room was a disaster. And it's like, is this worth (laughs) what I'm about to inflict on him? Sometimes. (laughs) But no, just... I think we all kind of... No, so like like you said, if you come to somebody and be like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like you're going to provoke them to anger, yeah. but it's like, come here, buddy, let's talk. Yes. This is not acceptable. You, you see, like, right, uh, like treating them with honor. Like yeah. no matter who you are, That's the best way to w- whether it. you're a child, yeah. whether you're a mom, whether you're a coworker, whether you're a waiter or a waitress, whether you're a past, you are worthy of honor. Uh, and so out of that, even if you act dishonorably by not cleaning your room, just because you dishonored your room does not give me the excuse to dishonor That's you. The truth. And that doesn't mean I don't correct you or correct authority yeah. or correct people. People need to be told the truth and they need to be held accountable. And oftentimes that brings consequences. Two kids, you're grounded yeah. from your room. Two politicians, you're voted out of power. Yeah. Two pastors, like no longer will you be a pastor. We need checks and balances Absolutely. for authority. But we can't lose our honor for our children where we come in. It's like, you always, what's wrong with you? Because it will provoke their hearts to anger. It will shut yeah. something down on the inside of them. Uh, so we're not going to provoke them to anger. The second part is be there. Be there. What does be there mean? Show up. Show up. Is. Big part of the gym is just showing up. <laughs> no, but seriously, be there. Be right. there. Right. Be at and home. Be with the kids. I was going to say, when Reese has had a bad day, all she wants me to do is show up in her room, sit on her bed. And talk. Sometimes and we listen. talk. Yeah. It's usually I listen. It's <laughs> but just, you're there. Yes. Don't ever let your kid just do and you know something's going on and you don't show up. Show up at the game. Show up at that moment when you know they've been hurt by a friend and showing up is not so oftentimes I have missed it and I'm really purposing to get better. But showing up does not entail a conversation every time. Showing yep. up is just, you have me. I'm here for you if you need me. I'm I'm literally sitting right here. Yep. So. There's gravity to that. And then it's yeah. teach, love, and apologize. We're kind of running out of time. But for teach, I put teach after be there because of exactly like what you said. Is a lot of times, they do not need another conversation right. from me. And that's probably the thing I struggle with at parenting because I'm a pastor. I talk, in case you haven't noticed. Uh, and so I will. They've noticed if they've watched Coffee Time. <laughs> and so I will over talk. And so like. They've where, noticed where I'm, <laughs> Coffee Time. Come on. I'm 
so, so for my kids, you can imagine they'll sit down and I'm like, now let me explain what just happened here. And it's like 45 minutes later and you can kind of tell their eyes are glazing over. And I'm like, hey, 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 you need to catch this. Change your life. So, uh, so many times they do not want nor need a teaching. They just need me to be there. So be yeah. there comes before teach. But then there are those moments where their hearts are yes. open. This is yes. not correction. We're just sharing life. Yeah. And it's like, let me give you teaching. Um, and then the next one is love. And we already talked about apologize. And, you know, love, I think, would be kind of self-explanatory. But 30 seconds, what does love look like for you? For each kid, it kind of is different. Uh, for Reese, it's listening. That's me loving her. It's she did something, pay attention to what she did. For Boston, love is taking him to Dairy Queen for ice cream and just saying, you know, words of affirmation. I, th- I think love for me is you love how they love to be loved. And Yeah, and I would say love is exactly what she just did. Find out what they like and love them that way. Mm-hmm. That's love. Yeah. Caring enough to see how you feel it and sacrificing to give it to you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's our fifth rule. Raise kids you like. Say yes when you can. No only when it's dangerous. Don't provoke them to anger. Be there. Teach. Love. Apologize. Yes. You want to do a dare? Let's do it. Let's do it. You're going down. <laughs>